Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Play Pause. Today is December 22nd, 2020. We are just three days away from uh, Christmas Day. Uh, we are excited to be talking about all kinds of things Christmas related uh, and not Christmas related because we always have our Mandalorian stuff to talk about. Or I guess this will be the last time we have Mandalorian stuff to talk about for a little while. Um, as always, joining me, year. Alex. Always. <laughs> hey, Alex, always how are you doing? Here. Oh, you know, I'm living the dream. Somebody's dream. May not be mine. But it's definitely a dream. Is it like in a dream state? Like where like things are just happening and you can't like foresee them, but you're in some kind of control of them? Well, wouldn't that be everyone's lifetime? I don't know. Whoa. Could be a nightmare. Who knows? We don't know yet. We haven't seen the <laughs> ending. We haven't seen the ending. And hopefully you don't see it for a long time. But we have seen the ending of season two of The Mandalorian. Oh, what a switch. Wow. We pulled that one off. Yeah, we did. Now Wasn't even over. planned. Wasn't even Ooh. But yeah, I'm gonna your your let's let's start with you. Let's let's what did you think? Um, okay, so <laughs> leading up to the watching the episode for me, I actually earlier in the day have been I made the mistake of scrolling through Instagram and I thought I had a spoiler. I thought somebody had spoiled something for me. Just the, the it, they didn't outright say anything, but it was their reaction that led me to believe something happened. And specifically, what it was was uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, I followed oh, him on uh, Instagram, and he posted a picture of him just sobbing. And I read the first few lines, and it was something to the akin of, um, you know, like <laughs> watching the last episode of The Mandalorian brought me to tears. Blah blah blah. blah. And I was like come on like basically i straight up just assumed grogu died like that's exactly uh, well, where my mind went i think right that's but, uh, you know we we talked about that potentially being an option last week and yeah i i was like completely convinced i was honestly i was really annoyed because i was like why would you post anything like this is just super obnoxious like like it's the day of like like i'm still working you know like i i haven't had a chance to go and sit down and watch the episode um unlike some people that i i actually came across who had watched it like before they even worked last friday which i thought was just bonkers well, but hey it comes out at 3 a.m every day on <laughs> yeah on yeah so i mean so, some I mean, people mando is life and uh, i mean we certainly talk about it a lot but I, i'm not so dedicated that i'm gonna watch it before my work day i like sitting down for my evening and putting it on getting into you know that, yeah, that headspace sure. but um pleasantly what i assumed to be a spoiler was not a spoiler um it was just plain old kevin smith just reacting he gets very emotional about stories and characters and their paths as he's a storyteller so you know what? i get it and i'm good with that now but in the moment i was certainly peeved because i thought you know it, it, it had confirmed a suspicion of mine sure i mean i um, get his reaction like before yeah. going more in with you there yeah i mean i get his reaction that's a lot of people's reactions because that's one yeah. of the biggest characters in star wars if not the biggest character in star wars mm-hmm I mean, arguably, I would say Darth Vader, but there's that's the whole thing. But um, I mean, we haven't even got to the point yet. We haven't even said what happened. But um, <laughs> yes, so. but so, like I mean, all the reactions online. I mean, anyways, we'll get to that. You keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, the episode, the actual episode, um, really good, really solid. Um, those uh, what are the what what are the what are the names of those uh, those droids? Um, They're dark troopers. Dark Troopers, but they went back to droids, which I, I definitely had a good chuckle when when they talked about that. They're like, they made them droids. I'm like, so it's come full circle then. <laughs> like, you know, they, it, it started as droids and then the clones eliminated the droids and now they've moved back to the droids. I just found that so yeah. comical. Um, but 
yeah, I mean, like one of those troopers was enough to give Mando everything he had to take it on. And like, you know, you see him um, shoot them out into space and you're like, phew, like th- that's like a that, that that's a big um, uh, like sweat off his back. He doesn't have to worry yeah. about it. only to see them later on fly back. And it's like, right, they're droids. They're not just going to die in space. <laughs> no, no, they have to <laughs> recontrol themselves. I mean, I'm sure it takes a lot of power to fly through space. Sure yeah 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 so like once the vacuum sucked them a decent ways away they managed to make their way back so you know the threat came back but for the moment you're like man like who like i don't know how he would have handled with more than just just the one so um you know as they're moving along and you know without giving like any crazy spoilers away obviously there's the battle between him and um um my gosh i can't even think of the moth gideon moth gideon um he had his battle with gideon which was somewhat you know um competitive it wasn't as competitive as i honestly thought it was going to be i was expecting more of an actual like kind of like a lightsaber fight but with non lightsaber weapons you know you have the dark saber and then you've got uh mando's staff that he was using yep um i expected there to be a bit more of like a an, uh, a battle there but whatever it worked for the story i was fine with it um gideon did not you know, uh, leave anything to be desired in terms of just his overall like, terrible evilness. And uh, yeah, well, I mean, like you got to think about it this way. Like, I mean, Moff Gideon is just a he's basically if you want to think about a Moffs are Moffs are just they're just like, uh, what are they? A congressman people. They're like sure. the governors. Yeah. They're basically yeah. governors of areas. And uh, I mean, they have people fight for them. They don't generally yeah. ever get to fight like Moff Tarkin, we never ever will we never get to see him really do anything mm-hmm. anyways in the movies, but in the TV shows he does stuff. But right. It's still like I didn't really expect a lot out of him in a battle yeah. sense. The fact that he had a battle scene, like an actual sword fight, was actually really interesting to me. Yeah. I didn't think they were gonna pull that off, but you know, it was still entertaining nonetheless. No, it it uh, was entertaining. Uh, it, I think it was as much as it needed to be, you know, like not everybody can be this amazing sword fighter. Like, and and I I appreciate that they don't force that upon you. Like everyone has this amazing ability to fight with weapons and whatnot. Like, no, like it, they were competitive. It it, it was a, it was a struggle on both sides, but ultimately Mando came out on top as anybody um, would have suspected. The show's called the Mandalorian for a reason. Um, (laughs) And then there's that twist, which I didn't see coming, which was, you know, because Mando bested Gideon, who was, you know, the, the, uh, the owner of the dark saber, um, what Mando wasn't aware of, but now, you know, you realize just how diabolical Gideon is. Um, Mando now is the rightful, you know, heir of his planet and his people. Yeah. Uh, which obviously came to a head when, uh, he came into the room and they were speaking with, um, with what's her name? Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. Yeah. And so, you know, there's that interesting dynamic that obviously should lead into the next season of, Okay, there's 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 stuff happening here. <laughs> yeah, so that's a whole we'll go down that road in a minute as well. Mm-hmm. But that's like a whole thing. And like for him to have like he knew that's what was going to happen because there's obviously yes. some history uh, between Moff Gideon and Bo-Katan. We yes, don't know. Yes. We don't know a lot of it yet because there's a lot to be and I'll get, like when I start talking about the Dark Saber again, when I go through my stuff here, it is uh, it would be very interesting to see how Moff got it in the first place. Yep. Um, and there's a reason why Bo-Katan needs a back so badly, obviously to take control of Mandalore again, but there's more to it. There has to be from what mm-hmm. I know of the story of the dark saber. And, uh, so it's interesting, you know, 
Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, there's, there's that whole piece and that whole element, which is obviously going to build into the next season. Um, and then, and then, you know, the, the crazy part happens. That's when, you know, they've taken control of the ship. They're in the control room and you see all of the, the troopers return to the ship, all the droids. And you're like, oh man, they are absolutely screwed. If he had that much trouble on his own, you know, this, this small group, they are, you know, they're in for it. And they obviously built it up. It was, it was a terrifying moment. Um, they, they really built up them making their way through the ship on their way. They get to the blasters and they're just punching the crap out of it. And you're like, wow, like how long can these doors hold up? Then the X-Wing approaches. Yeah. Now, my first thought, single X-wing. When, when the single X-Wing showed up, my <laughs> first thought went to Ahsoka because we've already seen her and here's her chance to come yeah, to the end true. of the season. It makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't know if she would have an X-Wing. You know, I don't, I don't know what she had on that planet with her. Um, but that's where my first thought went. And then you're kind of watching sure, the, of the security tapes and they're in black and white. Um, very good choice by the directors uh to make oh, it yeah, oh man oh okay continue sorry i have a whole lot of talk about that in a minute as well okay okay well to talk about but i don't want to interrupt the story sure sure retake. so yeah you got the black and white uh security cam which helps you to believe that maybe this could be ahsoka because the white lightsaber um but there's only one lightsaber and that's when my brain was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. like if it's ahsoka there'd be two the fact that the hood's still up and there's only one lightsaber i'm like is it who I think it is? One X-Wing, one lightsaber, hoods up, one glove. Oh, damn. We got a Skywalker here. We got Luke Skywalker here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, I was really like, I, then, you know, they flipped to actually showing him in the ship with, with his green lightsaber. And you're like, oh, man, this is sick. And like, just the way he's dismantling them. It really, going back to that, that talk about not everybody can be this amazing sword fighter, yada, yada, yada. You really see the difference between a Jedi Knight and everybody else. Like well, it was he's just a Jedi so master. Clear. He's not a Jedi Knight. He's a Jedi, he's a Jedi master. master. Right. He's a Jedi there's master. A and it's just there's such a different like there, there's just there's levels to this shit. And it's it's so obvious when yeah. you see Luke just walking through the ship and making it look effortless. Yeah. So I have like so the thing with Luke Skywalker, right? Like the whole thing is like he was the star, obviously, of this, the originals. We all know that. Yeah. And you don't get to really see him use that weapon or, or his force mm. that much. You yep. get to use, you see him use it in a basic sense, but sure. you don't see him like after he becomes the master at the end of Correct. Yeah. Um, uh, Return of the Jedi. And like you see him lay down his sword, like with Vader and all that stuff. Um, that's just to show how he's Jedi. That's the problem with uh, The Last Jedi because Luke Skywalker would never go kill somebody in the first place. That was the biggest mm. problem with um yeah yeah especially his own nephew that was a whole thing anyways <laughs> yeah. we can talk about that all day sure, too like, sure. i mean but <laughs> that's a whole issue so to see him actually and this is why everyone's fan reaction of him of like people crying and reacting to me because this was a hero to so many people in the nerd universe yep. right yep and for him to be actually to be actually see him use the force in such a powerful way and use his to show luke skywalker the skywalker that it should have been shown we have yeah. not seen Luke Skywalker in this sense. In this way, ever. And this was the, it's, like, it's the same with the Rogue One scene with Vader. We've never seen Vader in a sense where he was so evil and so destructive. Yeah. He didn't give a crap about those pilots. I mean, why would you? I mean, whatever. But he was just how violent and uh, how much he used the Force and how strong he was, right? Like, that was, yep, yep. that's like a Rogue One part, like what he what yeah. they did with Skywalker there. Yeah. 
that's what yeah. was so exciting about the episode. Yeah, it, it was awesome. Like that that whole scene was just like, oh man, like this is something else. Like when um, he used like, the force to just destroy that robot, like with yeah. just his hair, like crushed himself inside. Like yeah. that was just you would never see that out in any of the Jedi, <laughs> right? Except for yeah. Skywalker, a Skywalker. Yeah, there's only two more. Like, well, now raise a Skywalker, True. and Ray could pull it off too. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy. Yeah. So a lot of levels to this whole thing. The fact that they brought Luke in that to me goes to show how much trust um, Disney Lucasfilm, all of the powers that be that that you know control what happens with star Wars right now, how much trust they have in this show to have brought Luke Skywalker, who's never been in anything but the movies into this show. Yeah. So, and that was Mark Hamill. Like he was him. They brought him in. They DH yeah. him to yeah. do it. And like, apparently about a month or so ago, uh, it came, like there was an article that blew up saying that he said he would never do star Wars again. He would never mm-hmm. do anything. Star Wars. Mystery. He's done with it. It was a huge misdirection. And the fact that no one even knew it was happening was probably the like one of the best moments. Like that was such a big moment yeah. for him too. Apparently, I was reading because well, this no is where I just think happening. like you know who else in in the last like decade would you consider to to have that faith in? Like when you think for like big blockbusters, especially from Disney, like John Favreau, he's just got so much. Uh, his pedigree. Is, has just grown so massively over the last decade of producing and directing. Yeah. And then you, you fill that in with Dave Filoni who had just has such like, there's so much trust in him to handle star Wars. Like he truly is to me the, the, the modern George Lucas. When it well, comes yeah, to he basically like, is like he may, he created clone wars for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Clone wars was basically all Dave Filoni. Like, Rebels see, like, the baton has been passed to him. To, yeah. To take it forward. It wouldn't have been able stories, to do right such a main show like this without Dave Filoni. So I guarantee yeah. they'll have, well, Ahsoka, if it's not directed by Dave Filoni at all, he'll be, be a producer, probably, executive producer. Yeah. But I would be surprised that they don't use him full force for that. Sure. Cause that's his yeah. character. Well, it's his character. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? And like for this, I'm it's this episode cemented its legacy as a show. Like, yeah. it, I mean, yes, the Luke Skywalker is like the main point of the episode. And there's a lot you could argue both ways on this point a little bit. I mean, but if they didn't do that, if they brought in somebody else, it wouldn't be the same. And the show still wouldn't have hit it as hard. They yeah. needed to bring in Luke Skywalker at some point in uh, this time frame because this is the only time frame to do it. <laughs> yeah, this is when he would show Luke Skywalker as the master that he is. Yeah, yeah. Until obviously the last Jedi or the re- re- and uh, whatever the other one was called. <laughs> so painful i don't even remember the rise of no, uh no uh the force awakens force awakens yeah. was good yeah I, I mean i still enjoyed it. it it was a good return but um okay so back to the episode but yeah, we'll go back luke that, shows yeah. up on the scene crushes it amazing he comes up the elevator door opens um finishes off the last of them comes through the blast doors and you know the big uh the big emotional moment happens where Mando realizes like, okay, this is, this is the person I've been searching for to hand you off to This is the person I'm going to entrust you with. Um, and you know, he removes his helmet in front of a group of people now. So, you know, that trend of him taking that helmet off and stepping further and further away from, you know, his, his religion, his mantra, whatever it is, you know, his character has really taken a turn. He's a very different person than he was when we first saw him. Um, 
taking yeah. on that mission to to deliver Grogu to uh, Moff to begin with, right? So, yeah. you know, now Mando's at this whole different point in his in his life. Um, Grogu goes off. I I was expecting, you know, as the as the door is closing with Luke and Grogu looking forward out towards Mando, I thought Mando was gonna like lift the the little silver ball up and that Grogu was gonna take it. I thought it would have been this moment. They didn't do it. I think I, I think rightfully so. It would have been a little bit cheesy, but it it would have also felt right as like a closure moment of like. Well, the, go, I guess like, it's like because yeah. obviously they're gonna come back together. There's gotta be because he's such a character <laughs> of the show. So yeah. I, obviously when they get back together at some point. He'll give him the ball back. Yeah. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. Maybe Grogu dies later next season. He's at the <laughs> and he's in the dying way, the dying scene. He gives him the well, ball. Well, I mean, you kind of alluded know. it too, right? Like you, you mentioned how Luke would never attack anyone, let alone his, his nephew. And perhaps, you know, what Ahsoka said about Grogu, you know, he's, he's been away from it too long. He's too damaged from what he saw Anakin do to the younglings. Perhaps he is what sets Luke on that, that, uh, path of second guessing himself and second guessing his his padawans so perhaps this is all part of a plan to to help bring in that story and and, and help um help us get to the luke that we see in the last jedi who knows i don't know maybe i'm overthinking it maybe i'm thinking way too ahead but well one thing they don't really they talk do, about you know? in the last jedi is like and they talk about it a lot in rebels is like like and you kind of talk about it in the in the prequels like that's how you know, uh, Anakin keeps seeing Padme die, right? During birth. Because like, right. Jedi's get visions. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he goes to Yoda, and even Yoda kind of says, like, you know, not all visions are clear. Like, they're not, they don't necessarily show you the future. Sure. They could show you a thing of, of the future that could happen. It just depends. Like, if you can't avoid the future either, right? So, like, what happens in The Last Jedi is, or it's, assumed is that the way i got understood is that luke sees a vision of goes into um kylo's head and sees the, all the the suffering mm. so we, but him to go and destroy it doesn't make any sense but sure. that's another again another story yeah, for another time whole, whole but, other story um i guess the last the last little bit to summarize this episode um you know we now know that that's kind of the end of um, the story for Mando for the season and everything and Grogu and all of them. Um, but then we get that after credit scene and we get to see kind of what Boba Fett gets up to after the events. You know, he fulfilled his his um, what he said he would do for Mando. You know, yep. he, he would help get Grogu back. He accomplished that mission. He no longer needs that. I thought it was so interesting to see him go back to um uh tatooine and take um jabba's old hut away you know his old his old yeah. uh, place and you know it's specifically from jabba's former assistant uh which i found so hilarious just to see how wasted away his former assistant had oh, become how, know, whatever, how large yeah. he had become maybe not quite as large as jabba but he he was large in his own yeah, way you, you know. know you're fat and rich when you don't have to do anything <laughs> yeah lays around all the time uh too funny that they had the same species uh as a dancer in the same spot honestly yeah. when i saw mando walk onto the the platform I, I was shocked that nobody hit the button to to try and drop them down well he's dead they don't have one anymore hey they could have another it's been 30 years 
Okay, maybe, no, actually, no, it has been 30 years. It's How many only been years? like what five or six. Supposed to be the five years after the event. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Return of the right, Jedi right. And Return of the Jedi starts that way. But doesn't, they don't yeah. really say how long Return of the Jedi takes place, right? You're right, yeah. It could take over uh, 10 years for all we know, right? Yeah, I don't but, think it was that long. I, I'm sure we can look it up. I'm sure it's over the course of like a year or something like that. Yeah, but uh, either way, I mean... It was interesting now that it's a lot of people were confused when it says the book of Boba Fett coming uh, December 2021, even though they already announced Mandalorian season three. Those are going to be two different shows for like Mm -hmm. completely. Um, They are shot. They're going to be shot at different times. So it makes it easier for one being in the other show. So there could be crossovers with uh, Mando going over there or Boba Fett coming over. You know, it's going to be the same universe. So we'll see how it goes. There's a lot to explain. So it depends if it's going to be all pretense. Well, they said it's the same time frame, so obviously not pretense, but I'm sure there could be flashbacks because there's still a lot of talk of how he got out of the pit. Yeah, yeah. So it would, it would be cool for them to kind of answer what he went through and how he how he managed to get out of there. But it's it's kind of funny seeing what Disney's up to right now. They're almost recreating the Marvel Cinematic Universe in terms of uh, for Star Wars, but not in the cinematic universe, but just kind of like, across these these tv shows now you got ahsoka the the book of boba fett and mandalorian all running concurrently yeah so they have ahsoka yes you like say ahsoka uh the mandalorian boba fett and uh what are they called was it rise of the ranger rangers of the rebel i don't remember the the rebels one the sure it's uh what the whatever Cara Dune show is going to be about, right? Um, right. Rangers of the Republic. So that, that sounds right. Uh, I might be wrong. Anyways, um, so that show is going to be in the same time frame. So there's so much they could do with that, and they could do a lot of crossovers, a lot of uh, extended universe stuff there. I just want to see because obviously now Luke's part of the fold. So how much of Luke they're going to use? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think a lot. Well, it depends. It all depends. Like, that's what I said when I was telling talking to people about it. It's like they kind of put themselves in a corner here, I believe, because now you can't. Is it believable to recast him after you just did this de-aging no, thing? You know what I mean? Not. No, so I, I don't think they would. And I don't know. Now, much... Well, let's 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 talk about the de-aging for a bit. When they first reveal him, they kind of have him in this like kind of darker lit spot. And I thought it worked. And initially I was I was good with it. And then as we saw more and more and more of the face and the talking, and the movements, the more I was like, like, I don't want to see the face anymore. Yeah. The only time it didn't work is when he bent down or looked down or something, because it kind of didn't sure. fix itself. Yeah, I'm, I'm already <sighs> waiting for the uh, the the deep fakes that we're going to see uh, pop up online over the next little bit. I haven't gone looking to see if there's any up yet, but I'm I'm confident we're going to see a couple deep fake videos come out over the next few weeks, and they're going to be a, an improved uh, version of what we just saw. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, like I was saying, with that de-aging, it's like, can they, can they go forward with Luke anymore? Like, I, I mean... I, I, I don't think it's a problem from a technical standpoint. Obviously, it's expensive to do it. I think it's the, you know, it, it was a big deal to have them there. Don't cheapen it. Yeah. So, like, that's what I mean. So, they would have to keep doing the de aging. And obviously, it would get better over time if they mm-hmm. did it. But now that they have Grogu at that point, they have to use them. I yeah. mean, it would be tough to, like, I mean, if 
nobody knows if Ahsoka's ever met Luke. So we never know that if that ever happens. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that would be a huge moment of Ahsoka mm-hmm. Luke, Luke meet, which is very, very possible. Well, you know that they're connected through the Force. You know that with so yeah. few Jedis left around, like, obviously, that's who Ahsoka was referring to for Mando to go find. Um, One of them, yeah. You know, hey, let's let's just talk about the fact that um, Grogu is, you know, like, uh, same species of, as uh, Yoda. Um, Yoda was obviously Luke's uh, master. Uh, kind of cool. It's kind of cool to see that kind of come full circle now and kind of find out where that goes, what that means. Yeah, it all depends too. Like, we don't know what else Luke hasn't planned, right? Like, so, mm-hmm. like, I know we all know that he creates like a whole new Jedi like temple and all that stuff and training area. Yeah. So how is how is this he's so young? Because Jedi's don't come, they do, they do take them in as children, like very yep. young children. Yep. I just don't know if this is this. This still seems like a baby, right? That's hence why we call yeah. him baby Yoda. So it seems a little too young. Mm-hmm. But once, like in the more extended universe where they talk about um, children, they do bring them in as younglings. So once they have a sense of uh, the Force and it's felt, uh, they, they, the Jedi do take them. Yeah. Um. That's why, like, Anakin was so old when they were, like, they're like, I don't know if we could train him. He's too old. Mm-hmm. Because you gotta teach him as children. So, I mean, I guess in that sense, I take everything I just said back. Because <laughs> obviously this would be the best time to train him. But, I mean, in Yoda years, it sounds like he's already 50 years old. So, But when but, you live to be eight, 900 years old, what what is 50 years old? Yeah, well, I don't know. Is that, like, 50 days? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I mean, there's there's def- there was a lot to unpack from this episode. There was a lot, um, uh, a lot of choices. There's a made. lot of things happened in it. Yeah, um, I was really happy with how it unfolded. I think they've left um, plenty to to look forward to. Uh, it didn't feel like you know they they capped everything off in a way that's like okay, cool. They have to start up all new storylines now. Like it feels like no, like the, the, there's plenty to go on. There's plenty to do. There's plenty to look forward to. Um, what was your top highlight of the episode? Um, and what are you most, wh- where do you see it going? What, what, what's your initial impressions of, uh, well, I mean, obviously happen? the, 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 fi- the climax of the show episode is obviously where it stands. I mean, there's a lot of goods and bad things of the episode, obviously more good than bad, but I mean, it was interesting. I didn't see, it didn't make any sense that he'd go alone to face uh to get the child that made no sense to me and then obviously strategically that still didn't make any sense to me but i mean i get why he wanted to do it by himself that he felt like he had to i just found that weird that yeah i mean like okay. they, they kind of they, they very quickly explained their reasoning right they said you know we'll go off and be the big distraction take over the ship you should be able to sneak through and uh, like prevent the the. Well, they weren't going to. They were originally going to like they say it. Like, they were originally going to split in two. Like uh, somebody was going to go with him, but I can't remember who which one it was. And he said, "No, I got to go alone." Mm. I was like, "Okay, well, I get the whole macho thing about that, but yeah. not macho necessarily, but like the whole heroic thing of that." But I'm like, 
strategically, that still doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah. Like, and why did it take them so long <laughs> to get to the goddamn dark troopers? I mean, you saw he had to he had to keep hidden. He didn't want to get seen, which I don't really understand why it really mattered that much. I, I'm I'm sure they were trying to play it up like, you know, I, it was a suspense one when I get it. Like that was yeah. the idea is to build into yeah. the suspense. Oh, is he going to pull it off? And he didn't. He almost didn't. Yeah. So, I mean, I get to that point, um, which was entertaining. I get from a, like you know, obviously like us guys like us are gonna like really take tear things apart like that. But I can get from like you know a common viewer who wasn't really overthinking mm-hmm. like us do, like we do. Sure. It's entertaining, and it was entertaining. Don't get me wrong; I did enjoy it. Um, that scene. Uh, I still don't understand Dark Troopers that much, but uh, you know it is what it is. And then the fact that uh, Luke Skywalker came back, that was probably the biggest moment, obviously. Yeah. Cinematic. Like I said earlier, like that was a Rogue One, Rogue One moment where you get to really see <laughs> the full potential of Master Luke Skywalker. Yeah. You know, and it was interesting. And the one thing that bothered me that really took me out of the show the whole such, the whole time, it was that one scene, in that scene when they're watching the security cameras. Now, let's think about this. They can create giant Star Destroyers that can travel through hyperspeed and light speed. They have lightsabers, right? And they have armor that can just take bullets. But for some unforeseen reason, they can't have security cameras in HD or color. <laughs> this doesn't make any goddamn okay. 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 Like, I don't care. To be like, fair. No, there's about... no to be fair in this no, situation. No, 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 like... no, 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 Okay. Many things I think I have arguments to this. A, it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Like, we've so... gone through this before, but if they have we, the technology we, to build a we giant... We only got <laughs> color TVs and whatnot, what, in like the 50s, 60s? So, so in the 70s movies, I understand. The prequels, maybe <laughs> I gave it a little bit of a go because it's in the few, in the past. But it's past Return of the Jedi. Okay, like here's the other sense. thing. So think about all the targeting systems you see in the X wings uh, when they're in their uh, bases and whatnot. They're all Again, very like I said, I give, graphic. I give the seventies movies a choice because that was yeah, a but, movie yeah, point but where they have the technology. You, you can't just change up the technology just because the time in which sure we you make can. these movies. Sure First of all, Ow. they have they have holograms that can go in color. That doesn't make any sense then. If a hologram travels yeah, from another that, like... spaceship, from another star <laughs> star system, can come in their binoculars. Their binoculars are always like they're always digital, but they're always grainy and like yeah, which also doesn't make any sense. So <laughs> consistency doesn't make any sense. Have it's we honest. ever seen like a clean video feed? Again, doesn't make any sense. We can jo- build these giant star destroyers. A Death Star that can like destroy planets, but we can't create clear imaging in a video feed. Doesn't make any sense. I understand why they did in black and white, obviously, because that's suspense. But if <laughs> why not do it the whole time then? Because at one point they just switch the coloring of showing him fighting, right? I understand well, the yeah, whole that, then, dramatic yeah, thing. It's, but it's it's the buildup, right? It's it's the slow buildup. It's to make what you I would have done. About it it worked for me. I, I, I gonna, explained how I how I saw it and how my brain. Yeah, I get it. Right? I was entertaining, but like if you're gonna do it that way, I would have done the whole fight scene through those security cameras in black nah, and white. I need, and then at the very it. end, when he's right at the door, for show the the green lightsaber with his hand 
down. Nah, I, I needed to see the amount they showed me. I was Oh no, I yeah, you show it. all that stuff, but do it in the black and white. Nah. If, you've got, if you're going to have full video screen, the black and white, you do it the whole way through. You don't need to you hang don't have, in the you... dark that long. Oh, I would have. I would have been dragging that little <laughs> that little storyline as long as I could have. Until thankfully, surprised. you're not the director because oh, I would have been, been. Yeah, and now you understand my point of why this whole black and white thing doesn't make any sense. It still doesn't make any sense because it it may be in the long, long time ago, but they have better technology than we do. We can barely get past in Mars right ways. now with people. In some ways, they it have takes better technology. Us, takes us how many years to get to Mars if we fly there? Do you see they, any they, of them with a little tiny computer in their pocket that they can do anything with, like take yes. pictures and post yes. it to Instagram? Yes. They have what those do they things. Have? They what don't do mean they'll have? have Instagram. I don't know if Stargram exists or something, whatever. <laughs> or whatever. What's, the Empire, what's the equivalent of Empire, Ga- Empire Gram or Galaxy Book? I don't know. <laughs> but it just doesn't make any sense. Like, come on. <laughs> On oh we're on a giant starter server that has all this power. We have hyperdrives and stuff. But you know what? We're gonna leave the security to the cheapest possible way. Like even in uh, the New Hope, when they're in the guard in the security area trying to find uh, when they're in the goddamn uh, jail section, and they can't, they're on the radio saying, uh, "Everything okay down there? Yeah, everything's fine. Thank you. How are you? You don't have cameras in there." To watch what's happening? What if a prisoner escapes? Man, there's so many things I could destroy about this thing. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't right, make any right. sense. All right. Anyways. Anyways. Over that. Right. Not over I it. Thought, I'm over I it. thought it was a terrific uh, season finale. Um, I, got, I have no complaints. I think uh, I'm very excited going into season three. I'm very upset at how long I'm going to have to wait. Uh, but it is what it is. Yeah, it's good. You know, it was a great episode. If they didn't have Luke Skywalker, it would have failed miserably. But uh, I, I think it would have been fine. I think even if it was Ahsoka that showed up, it was, still would have been. No, really good, it would have made no sense. Um, the fact that it was Luke that showed up, if, uh, the fact that he is. You're right. Like, it wouldn't have made sense for her to turn him down, only then to come back and be like, no, 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 I will train him. Yeah, like, you're completely It had right. to be Luke. The only thing they could have made it otherwise is Ezra Bringer, Bridger from the Rebels series. Sure. But then they'd have to explain. They'd have, have a whole lot another of other to explain. Yeah. But they'd not necessarily another character an arc because uh, he's explained a lot in Rebels. Like he's the main character of Rebels. So this is what Ahsoka is going to be really defined on is this whole Ezra Bringer and Thrawn story. I think that's where they're going to go with it. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was really good. Again, the Dark Saber thing brought up a lot of controversy. The fact that you have to win it through battle, like it is. So in the Rebels storyline, that's when the Dark Saber really gets like introduced. Um, it is in Clone Wars. You don't really know a lot about it, but it is in Clone Wars and it is held by one of the night, uh, not Night Watch. Uh, oh, what are they called? Children of the Watch. What were they called? What were Death Wish? Death Watch. Death Watch. Now the leader of the Death Watch had it, so he always assumed he controlled Mandalore. He was never on Mandalore. They weren't. On, they were a terrorist group, and Mandalore was run by uh, Duchess Satine, which is the elected leader at the time. Um, anyways, so in Rebels, there's a there's a Mandalorian called uh, Sabine, and she's one of the main five characters. She goes and she's on from the same clan as Bo-Katan. So she finds the Darksaber. I haven't got to this part in the show yet, so I don't know why I know all this, but I do because I hate, you know, not knowing things. 
Um, so you read ahead. You spoil things for yourself is what you're saying. Well, in a sense, because I was like, I looked into why is that? Well, I just looked into it and then I read it. And I'm like, oh, well, now I'm going to, but I'm still going to watch it and see how it like gets portrayed and seen, you know? Anyways, so Sabine finds the dark saber in a cave. Don't know how. Actually, I do know how, but I won't say why. Um, because I want to see how true that is. Then uh, eventually she just hands it to Bo-Katan. She just gives it to her. Hmm. Saying you, uh, I'm going to give this to you. I, you need, you're, you should be the rightful leader of Mandalore. Because it is said in the show that like in, in, in Rebels that there's a battle, but it's usually passed along from leader to leader. When yeah. a, a rightful succession is like leader to leader. Uh, when the leader steps down or whatever. So there's that, that. So everyone's like, well, why can't, you know, you just give it to her then? But here's, and then like, I've seen memes like, oh, you can't give her the sword because, you know, you have to win it by trial combat, but you're a zealot for not taking off your mask. You, you're the problem. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, yeah. You know what I mean? So right. It's like, she's, she, on one hand, you know, is progressive in the way she's like, you don't need your helmet. Like, why are you following these old traditions? But then has her own traditions that she like so vehemently follows. Yeah. Well, there's also like, so then I read it more into it, obviously. Uh, so the idea, like, she's so upset that she had to, that's why she was so mad that he won it from Moff Gideon because she wanted to win it back. So at some point, we got to right. find the story of how she lost it to Moff Gideon. Right, right. Or did she lose it to Moff Gideon? Because apparently at this point, we are to understand that the, there was a big uh, destruction of Mandalore. Like, yeah, no, I mean, like, like a society. I guess if she was cheated out of it in some way. Well, there's the thing. So she feels like she was just given the, so the, there's a There's a theory that since she was given the just given the saber she was never metal or fell apart because she was just given it she, she didn't right so and now that she's lost it she feels like she mind. has to she yeah. has to she feels like she has to win it back right to the right get way. it the yeah. right way to restore mandalore which could be a good interesting way of you know how they portray it how much are we going to see of her again i don't know um we obviously i think are going to see a lot of her. I think he's going to go with her for a bit. I think we'll yeah, see that. Yeah. Um, it depends how much they want to pay Katie Shackoff because I'm sure she's not cheap. But I mean, Disney <laughs> I has mean, a lot the of money. Is clearly doing well <laughs> enough that I, I'm sure Disney's not afraid of spending the money on it. Yeah. So it was interesting that that little scene there, and then how Moff Gideon almost killed himself to hide all the Republic uh, knowledge that he has because he's mm -hmm. a former ISB. Yeah, agent. That, that was it. That was so, an interesting few seconds where. Uh, he's firing off at the the one Mandalorian. Um, yeah. I don't know who who that what their name. Uh, was, they gave but... her a name this time, but I can't remember what it yeah, was. Yeah, he, he he you know he got a couple shots off on her. Um, don't know her state of health at the moment. <laughs> she was and alive then... at the end. She was fine at the at the end. Well, she okay okay. Yeah. And then he he switches his attention to to Grogu. Amando uh, saves Grogu just in the nick of time. And then yeah yeah points the gun at his own head. That was that was real. Uh, that was dark for for Star Wars. It was dark, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't say it was dark for Star Wars. I think that made sense. I was kind of like, I mean, still a little surprised that he went that far. I mean, sure. Um, but I mean, like I, when I think of the dark side all the time, you just think Siths and stuff, and they deal in absolute. So it sounds like something they would do, but he's not a yeah. Sith. We yeah. don't know who he's working for because, as he is a former IS ISB agent, that we find out. So 
we don't really know who he's working for. Yeah, that's why everyone's so confused. Like, is Thrawn the one really controlling anything? Whatever happened to Thrawn? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's gonna be weird to see who he's working for. Like, who? Why is there? Like, it, it sounds like he was the only part of the Empire left, but there's so many stormtroopers still. So you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's. It's Obviously, like what's happening with the with the, you know the fall of the empire and how the first order comes around. At what point does well, speak, all that happen? Obviously, we know there's going to be the battle of Jakku at some point. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if Mando eventually makes its way to that. Yeah, there could be that. There's the battle of Jakku. There's uh there's a uh, another war before that that really sets it off as well. But I can't remember what it's called. Um, again, there's so much that's going on with the uh, the empire, like. Like when they talk about like when the right at the beginning of the episode when they're going after the doctor whatever he just disappears halfway through the episode anyways as well right so <laughs> um but the guy says you know how many people died on the on the Death Star mm-hmm. like the millions of people like so then at least claim like the famous clerks line is like what about all the janitors that were there you know just yeah. all the innocent people right so. It's very interesting because, like, who was taken? Like, there are still like tons of, like, back to my point where I'm saying we don't know who's running in, how many people are left in the empire, but there's got to be tons now that I'm overthinking. That I'm thinking it again because of all the uh, outer rim areas that were nowhere near the Death Star because the Death Star was still being planned, like, just mm-hmm. like built, like all the other people. So Moff Gideon has to be one of them. Like, how is this new? Uh, it's only been five or six years, so how strong is the New Republic? Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a lot they could do and a lot they can go with. Um, I think it'd be smart for them to, you know, not bring in Baby Grogu for a while. Um, and in in, uh, in Luke Skywalker, I think that it has to be at the end of the season or mid season, and then at the end again. I think that'd probably be the best. Like give Mandalorian, give Dar- um, Mando his own little space for a time. Give him a new mm. task. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. the new task is getting a new ship. Uh, yeah, yeah i mean that'll be, you know, that, that'll be a fun opening to the next season seeing you know i i hope they they go through a process of him getting into a new ship i think that would be cool yeah the new ship uh see if he's staying with the other mandalorians uh Kos, koska reeves is her name i guess oh is the the one the other uh mandalorian there the guy mandalorian just disappeared i guess but that's fine people die um <laughs> Or he, you know, he went on back to the to their planet, you know. Yeah, it seems like they're their own like little faction, those two or True. those three. But does it? Yeah. But like, it depends. Hopefully, we'll see a lot more of Mandalore. Maybe we'll we'll see a lot more Mandalorians. See how their mm-hmm. culture is now. Yeah. But uh, because it was destroyed by the Republic, like it was taken over by the Republic more so than anything after the fall of. Uh, uh, you see, but if you haven't watched Clone Wars, watch it. It really gives a sense of Mandalore. Yeah. And the Mandalorian. Like it has a lot of it. And yeah. then obviously with Rebels as well, there's a lot of, there's a, one of the main characters is a Mandalorian. So mm-hmm. it's something like to get a lot of this show, especially it being directed and executive produced by David Filoni, you'll get a lot of that feel from that. A lot of stuff, background stuff you see, you'll be like, yeah. oh, I get it now. And yeah. So I suggest if you haven't watched those two shows, Definitely give them a shot. They are canon, uh, you know, so they are all story. I've just finished the book Thrawn, the first one. It's literally just called Thrawn from 2017, which is how they reintroduced Thrawn into the canon story. 
because there were old ones from the 90s that he was part of but that was the legends storyline and once disney bought that they demolished that those storylines for some reason mm-hmm. even though some of those books are considered the best star wars stories star wars stories of all time yeah um so i'm started reading the second one so the first one takes in like uh the first Thrawn story is just how he becomes grand admiral Thrawn. Okay. um like how he gets to that point from his academy to how it becomes from to that to the beginning. And then the second one takes kind of place between season three and season four of Rebels. So you'll see a lot of intertwining there. I've already seen it already. And it's okay. and from reading it and that it's really cool. And then, the, and then like Darth Vader's part of the second book a lot. So as a person who lives, who's reading it through audiobooks, it's really interesting to have Darth Vader, somebody else's voice is Darth Vader uh, doing it. It's <laughs> really, really weird. James Earl Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, Hopefully, there's a lot more to Mandalorian that we're gonna like uh, that we can explore, and hopefully, it doesn't stay as linear as it is this last season. This last mm-hmm. season's been a lot more linear than the last. Yeah, yeah, you know, we've been able to keep up with everything that's been coming out because it hasn't been, you know, overwhelming the amount of stuff that's going on. But they really, really are trying to just grab all of your attention. So it, it, I think what it comes down to is how they schedule it when it's released. If if there's always a little bit of Star Wars going on, but they're mixing up the what? Hey, maybe maybe it'll work. We'll see. We'll see if they oversaturate it. Um, yeah, it, I am a little concerned, but. Disney's done a pretty darn good job with the with the um, properties they've been uh, snatching up. And so far, they haven't let us down any any meaningful capacity. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, let's throw Last Jedi out of there. But anyway, sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, hey, like that that one's the one that as far as critics are concerned was the best star wars of all time because it's not a star wars film so yeah i understand there's a lot of people <laughs> who have the argument of like oh well star wars movies just pander the star wars fans i'm like of course they do who's it for you know what i mean like but also like my problem again like i said with the last jedi and a lot of people have this problem with the last Je- last jedi is they ruined luke skywalker they lo- yeah. they ruined yeah. what like jedis are about and i i just felt like Rain Johnson never watched a Star Wars show before, like movie before. Well, he had or to hurt your expectations, Alex. <laughs> oh well. Anyways, moving on from Star moving Wars. On. <laughs> I feel like we just talked about Star Wars for a good hour there, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, there's definitely some other stuff going on in the overall gaming tech movie world. Um, Cyberpunk, the the ongoing saga since its release is continuing. Um, you know, we were talking about refunds from the PlayStation Store, and then you know, Sony was saying, "What are you talking about? Like, we're not refunding." And even Cyberpunk 
uh, came back. They're like, no, we never said you're actually getting refunds. Um, it, it's happening now. It got pulled from the Sony store. PlayStation's offering refunds. Cyberpunk, uh, like CD Projekt Red, they're releasing refunds uh, and Xbox now. So it, it's it's everywhere. Um, it's a thing. Oh, my God. Like, how many times do we keep talking about this dang game? Like, <sighs> am I still going to play it? Yes. Yeah. This what I talked about forever. <laughs> like, holy. For such a big you know, anticipated game, they really dropped the ball on this really one. They really dropped the ball. And it, it's it's so disappointing because it, it's only on the consoles where there, all this drama is happening. Because if if you see the people that are playing it well on a PC, it, it's 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 a good game. Like, it's a game you want to play it's just so disappointing that they didn't execute it for the consoles and they hit it they knew that it was going to be bad they released it anyway we talked about it plenty we don't need to go into it again but man why why i don't know it's it's something that's interesting to me that you know who was pushing it you know was it was it the systems? Was it the console guys who were like, you know, get it out. We need it out now. Or was it, you know, the developer being like, you know what? Screw it. Get the game out. Let's try yeah. to recoup some of the 10. Weird. Like, what was I, it? Like, I, I think they said they've spent a $1 billion on this game. Oh, for sure. Well, it's been in development for over eight years. Right? That's so what I, I mean. Think, like, so it's I think like I read the way to have properly done it, knowing the state it was in was release it for PC and say it's coming to it's coming to consoles like it's not ready right now we want to have it out for the next generation consoles we're going to push it we're going to put our efforts into getting it released properly on consoles you know the the fact that they they mucked it up this badly just goes to show like it was poor management somewhere yeah i don't know it's one of those weird things like once in a lifetime kind of things right so We'll see what happens, you know? Yeah, I, I really am looking forward to playing it. I, yeah, whenever that happens, I, I'm, I really hope that when I, when I take the time to sit down and play it, it is the game it was, it was meant to be, uh, because the game it was meant to be looks like a hell of a game. Yeah, exactly. I, I wanted to play it, and if it was really, if it's, if they fix everything, and if they release it, it is perfect on the PS5, it should give GTA Five a run for its money. That's yeah. the idea. And obviously there's still the rumors of GTA six coming out in the next two years. Um, so we'll really? see about that. Well, I've seen a lot of like a lot of rumors about GTA six. Uh, apparently rockstar dropped a huge head saying, don't worry, it's going to happen eventually in a more weird way. I just didn't really want to read the article. Cause I felt like it was a <laughs> clickbait. Yeah. So, which it could have still could have been, but I mean, if I don't think Rockstar wouldn't do, uh, would not. They oh, obviously I'm, could do a good. I'm confident Auto it's coming, Six. but you just think about the amount of time between Grand Theft Auto Five and Red Dead Redemption Two. I well, think about that though. Like, I mean, Red Redemption, Red Dead Redemption Two, was released four years, I think, after Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. Five. Yeah, but they announced it and then released it two months later, basically. Yeah, yeah, and that's so that's so crazy. That well, I mean, Rockstar is a you know huge developer. They've done the thing. They've been doing the same game for years. Obviously, they can kind of do it. So that makes you wonder what did the uh, CD Red do? Like mm-hmm. they've released The Witcher Three. They did all these things. Like how are you not pulling this off? Again, yeah, let's like yeah. like go down that rabbit hole. But like, gosh, well, I, I, and I mean, it is it is a different game, right? Like they. they... 
this is a new IP. Whereas, you know, if you're comparing it to Rockstar, Rockstar has been in this game with these types of games yeah. long enough that they 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 kind of know what's going to work already. They don't have to experiment a whole heck of a lot. They can just kind of iterate. For, for CD Projekt Red coming out with Cyberpunk, like this is a new foray into something really different for them. Yeah, I guess. I mean, like you could still ruin a franchise. Like, look at people think Andromeda really sucked, Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, so. sure, sure. Um, but I think that again, like I believe that was a whole EA's fault. So again, that makes me wonder <laughs> who came in and said do this. Sure, you know, because sure. somebody obviously was like, it's not ready. Somebody would have would have said that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like somebody yeah. did says something, but somebody else had the trumpet and be like, no, just put it out. Yeah. Oh, like, in oh. some uh, in some other really big gaming news, Alex. Um, I'm I'm gonna take two thumbs and point them at this guy. Just won his first episode of Fall Guys last week. Yeah, I didn't see it happen. I saw it happen, but I don't see it happen. What were you doing? I don't know. I wasn't paying. I was out of like the first round, wasn't I? So I don't know. <laughs> you Probably knew we were in the finals. Like... You mean you didn't watch your partner <laughs> win? No, I honestly did not. I saw you. I saw the the ceremony. <laughs> so congratulations on that i didn't see you, you so little faith. No, I was, to be fair oh coming from you that's that's for real <laughs> uh, no uh i was watching and it, i think i watched you jump sure. but i heard you make a reaction so i stopped watching but i think it sounded like you fell oh so, no, i was like oh well you didn't do it and then all of a sudden i hear you and dave cheering and i was like oh okay this happened <laughs> that's what i remember of that so so, you know, that night was actually really good. I was really on my game that night because not only did I win my first episode uh, last week when we were playing, but the same night I also managed to get the trophy for um, finishing a race first, but like taunting at the finish line uh, before crossing. So like, well, it, you know, Mr. Perfect, we get on it. my game, you know, we get I, it. I don't even really need to play video games. <laughs> Rest of us all kind of suck. We get it. <laughs> but uh, PSA. Um, <laughs> Right now, Fall Guys, they've got a, a free Santa outfit on, so make sure you sign in, take advantage, get that. Also, right now, if you link your Amazon Prime account with uh, Fall Guys, you Wait, get another how outfit. How did you do that? How ah, did you do that, man? Yeah. Well, okay. So if, if you sign into Fall Guys right now, they've always got their messages in the top right corner. You press R2 on your PlayStation controller. Um, it tells you about the different news. They do talk about this, so um, there's instructions there. It basically says, go to your settings profile. Um, there's a place that you just like link to your Amazon Prime account. Um, what they don't do a very good job of explaining is that you also have to go to the Prime Gaming website and claim the perk. So like I, I linked my account and I'm sitting there in the game. I'm like, I don't see the new outfit, nor do I see the three crowns you get with it. Um, so I restarted the game. I'm still looking. I'm like, what is going on? Went online. It wasn't until I went online and looked it up that I was able to figure out, oh, I need to actually go claim the perk on on. Amazon Prime Gaming. So once I did that, I got the outfit and I got the three crowns. So yeah, pretty cool. Do that. I will. So should everyone else. Yeah, exactly. That's our public service announcement for this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that was fun. You know, um, I haven't really played a lot of video games. I played. We played Among Us for a good couple hours there the other day. That was interesting. Some of, I played it on the Switch. You played it on the PC. Makes it a little... A little bit different of an experience, right? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, this is the first time I played on PC. I've always played on on my iPad before using touch controls, and I, I definitely appreciate the power of the PC. It played really, really smoothly. I, I obviously I haven't played it on Switch. I don't know how it compares to a tablet. Um, 
you'll be able to speak to that a bit more. But you know, it's interesting. You were on your game. You were really on on your game. game. I was terrible. I could never get more than a single kill in without getting caught. Because you suck (laughs) at hiding things. No, it's easier. Uh, See, I never got to show myself. This is the first time I was like the imposter more than once ever we played. Oh, yeah. You were like consistently in the imposter. I was never becoming the imposter before. So. And like, so I never got to show myself and how good I am at just hiding things. It's all about timing. I, don't tell me how I know how to kill things. Don't, don't ask that. <laughs> I don't know. But no, it was interesting. It was fun. We played with some random people that we've never met before. But, you know, that's always makes it fun. And yeah, uh, yeah. next time we'll play it on different maps, trying to switch it up. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. I, w- I want to try the new map, actually. There's a blimp now. So I want to check out what this thing's all about. Yeah. And you play up to 10 people. I don't want to really play with two imposters. That makes it so much more frustrating. But uh, <laughs> you got to mix it up. You got to keep it fresh. I think fresh enough if it keeps switching up. You, know, you get to really learn people's tell that way, you know? Mm-hmm. You know when, you, when you're trying to, people try to, to call you out. People. Yeah. But then you're also like, okay, well, you're horrible at this. I could tell it was you. Um, but yeah, it's fun. Um, other gaming news. What do we got? We got. Uh, for Fortnite, all those big Fortnite gamers, they uh, finally did a brought in uh, Black Panther. His statue was in the game for the longest time when they did the Marvel takeover, but uh, they finally brought him in. They did a whole tribute to him, obviously. That's um, cool. they also brought in uh, Captain Marvel uh, and Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Now you don't know who Taskmaster Master is, which I find odd because you played Spider Man One, right? From 2019. He's in that game. Who is he? So you know all those tasks you have to do? Like those chests and this guy comes out and challenges you to do all these things? Uh, Taskmaster. Right, right. (laughs) His whole thing is that he can basically mimic what you're doing. Right. So any superhero move. boring. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. We would have known more about him, I think. That's why they're bringing him to him. Because he's the villain of Black Widow. Yeah, so yeah, the yeah. Idea, I think it's just poorly timed with everything going on in movies right now. But mm-hmm. I think the idea is that people would have known who he was by now because that movie would have been out for a long time at this point. Sure, sure. So. But yeah, it's uh, that'll be fun for people who care for that. I don't I, I, I like Fortnite, but I don't care for skins. I mean, I'm not spending money on those things. Yeah, you can earn your way up to there, but you have to be really good. And uh, let's say I am not. I am not very good at those kind of games. Mm-hmm. One day we'll all find out together. Um, what else is there going on in the gaming world? Not much, eh? It's, I mean, yeah, Christmas. I mean, it, it's getting a little quiet heading into Christmas now. Um, Xbox Live Games with Gold announced uh, titles, and actually one that I'm really looking forward to that I've been wanting to play since it came out. It's called Little Nightmares. Um, little platformer game. It's super creepy. Basically, you're just this like tiny little character roaming around in essentially a nightmare you're like the the image that they would show is like uh you walking around in this like um this kitchen it would be like for like a like a restaurant style kitchen so you got the tile floor and the different prep tables and whatnot and like the 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 cooks in there they just they, they have this really creepy doll like look to them um and you don't want to get caught and that's the whole idea you're trying to escape this place it's got a creepy vibe i've been wanting to play this game since it came out i'm looking forward to checking that that um yeah you know beyond that it has been quiet there hasn't been a lot of talk about what's going on in the gaming world yeah um which is fine you know i know 
No, I don't, apparently. Never mind, I just <laughs> left my mind. Which is fine. Uh, yeah, so we can move on for the gaming. You know, gaming is always fun, so keep it up. Let us know what you plan to do in the comments of uh, our Instagram posts of what you plan to play in the next little while. Yeah. Uh, those are always fun to find out. Um, we got a message from our friend Dave, who was on our right. a show a while ago. His question, his thing was a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Never really called, but that's fine. Uh, what are your favorite Christmas TV episodes? And also, what are recommendations for binge-watching over the holidays? Hmm. I don't really have any favorite TV episodes of Christmas. Uh, like, I, 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 I do. I, I got one. There's only, obviously, the one community episode. Ah, you just take club. it from me. Well, yes. that's everyone's favorite. You can't have... <laughs> I mean, if you watched anything, that was probably the best TV one. Oh, it's such sure. a good Christmas episode. Like, it, it just hits everything. The fact that it's the Glee Club episode. Uh, and, like, it, it starts off so dark. Uh, you know, what happened to the other Glee Club? <laughs> the, yeah. The break lines needed to be cut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a good one. And it then, one. like, Charlie Brown, the Christmas special. Always a good Naturally, one. Yeah, I, I've watched that this season already. Um, this isn't Christmas really a TV tree. episode, but I'm planning on watching cra- uh, Eight Crazy Nights uh, either tonight or tomorrow night. Um, so that's always a good one to check out. Uh, obviously, you know, recommendations for binge watching over the holidays. Watch Die Hard. That's that's an easy one. That's an easy <laughs> thing to suggest. Yeah, I've been watching. Like, I mean, recently there's a, I mean, movie. The new movie that came out uh, we talked about before was called Jingle Jangle. Um, yeah, that yeah. one's on Netflix. It's pretty fun. It's a little bit of a musical. It doesn't have a lot of songs in it, but you know it's still fun. Um, with uh, Keegan Michael Keel as the V uh, as a villain, uh, yep. introducing a new little girl. I can't remember her name. Uh, and obviously, uh, Forrest Whitaker as the main mm-hmm. character. Um, it's a lot of fun. You know, it's it's interesting. It's uh, it's about a toy maker and loses all his uh, toys. In a sense. Well, he, he loses his yeah. He loses his inspiration. He loses his his will to do these things. He loses his family. It just everything falls apart, and it's a story yeah. about how that that comes back. So check that out. Um, last year, uh, animated movie Klaus uh, came out. That is definitely one I recommend checking out. Uh, I thought it was a terrific holiday film, and uh, if you haven't seen it, definitely definitely check it out. Um, Wolf Walker, People, I talked about uh, yeah. a few weeks ago as as an anticipated movie for me. Um, I I have watched it in the last week. Um, it's got such a unique animation like style to it. It's almost like a rough draft, but like intentionally left that way uh, for the final release. Like there's a lot of times that you do see the the rough draft drawings kind of uh, appear through the final the final animation and like it very like apparently like there's no attempt at hiding them um it was a unique choice um i i really enjoyed it i thought it was it was a good movie good story um yeah it was cool i i I don't want to say too much i i just recommend checking it out um i'm a huge animation fan whether it's 3d animation or or hand-drawn i think animated films are truly special i i'm definitely not of the belief that you know, if you want, like animated films are just for kids, like it's far from it. You get some amazing, amazing stories and um, emotional tolls taken on you from some of these animated films. And I highly recommend them. Sure. I mean, I don't, uh, I don't see why not. I, I just don't always watch them. Like that takes me a little bit more to get into them. Um, as I see it more of a, 
I don't know. I just uh, animations never really draw me, and I've seen obviously a lot of good animation films, but I mean, for me, animation has just always been off the side point. I want to see get lost with people I I can tell I can kind of relate to. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I'll watch it eventually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, other movie like Christmas stuff. I mean, if you want to go into binge watching, obviously things you haven't watched yet. I mean, check out uh, a, you know. Uh, Thrill Seekers on uh, on uh, Amazon Prime, like I said before, I mentioned before. Um, obviously, if you haven't watched Queen's Gambit yet, check that out. Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, what else is there? There's a lot of more shows coming out right now. Um, Ooh, so you yeah, know what I did catch uh, today uh, trailer for uh, Coming to America. Not yeah. coming to America, coming to the number two. Yeah, America. I watched the trailer for that. That was interesting. I've never actually seen the first one, so don't oh, hate the world. But okay. uh, I mean, I always heard the big response for it. I mean, I've never liked. <laughs> I've never really watched anything with Eddie Murphy in before, <laughs> so I can't say I don't like him. But I haven't really sure. watched much of with him. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna watch eventually. Look, the trailer looked fun. Like I, mm. I, I mean, I get, I get some of the references. Like yeah, but. Uh, It'll be interesting to see because now Sonia Hall is like, this is like his first comeback thing. He hasn't really done much in a long time. He's been quiet. Yeah. So to have those two guys back together again, doing that will be fun. I'm sure for people, fans of the show or the movie. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the uh, another movie got announced today. Uh, well, it was announced a long time ago, but uh, got its trailer today that comes out on the Dece- the movie actually comes out December 27th. It's called uh, Death to 2020. Um, it's directed by uh, Annabelle Jones and Christopher. Uh, what's his name? Christopher S- Charlie Brooker. Sorry, Charlie Brooker. So those guys, That's those people the are cast. there. So Charlie Brooker and uh, Annabelle Jones are the ones who did Black Black uh, Black Mirror. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. So they created Black Mirror. So they're making this show, and it's mm-hmm. got or this movie. Sorry, and it's got a huge cast. Like. Uh, yeah. you got uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Hugh Samuel Grant, Jackson. Yep, Lisa Kudrow, yep, Kumail Nanjiani, yep. So it takes place, it's kind of like a mockumentary of all things that were going on in 2020, <laughs> yeah. 2020 yeah. and like the people in it. So it's like they're introducing, they're they're like interv- uh, interviewing the queen, they're mm-hmm. inter- interviewing a Republican. Um, who was working in the the election, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So it's uh, you got Leslie Jones in there um, playing a character. Uh, so it's an interest. Check out the trailer if you're into the Black Mirror stuff. I'm sure this is right be the same idea. Um, yeah, I mean it. it, it it's um, they're saying this movie is deadpan cynical, so it's more of like a dark humor, dark comedy, mockumentary. Different from how I would describe Black Mirror personally. I, I find Black Mirror is really psychological warfare on your brain sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Um, this, I, I hope I can go into it and come out to, of it kind of just laughing, but also realizing like there's truth in some of the the, the things they say. Yeah. I mean, the, all the people in there lived it. So I assume we all have lived through this so i mean we all have yeah. a different way of looking at it and relate it to it in some way or another exactly so there's going to be a character that you relate to or find interesting so um that'll be one to watch on the 27th while during the people's break there um that's sunday that comes out on sunday wow crazy 
some other stuff uh, worth binge watching. It's it's you're you're coming up to the end of your your opportunity to watch The Office on on Netflix. Who cares? Rid of it. I care. Alex. I care. <laughs> it's a, big part of I, our... a lot of people love it, and I don't. I don't get it. I just don't get it. But whatever. I'll I'll digress. <laughs> I know people love stuff like that stuff. I mean, I don't, you know, I just felt so like it was just the same thing over and over again after the first two seasons. Like there was nothing new to it. Yes, you saw a little bit more of a a growth of the Michael Scott character, but that was it. And I, you know, I'm more of a dramatic person, anyways, when it comes to movies. So I like to see that kind of build. But yeah, maybe I'm the dumb one, and I don't get it. <laughs> maybe that's what's happening. I'm not going there. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> How rude. Um, you know what I was doing today, Alex? Let me guess. Nothing. Well, I was working my butt off. No, I worked today. I actually worked. I put in a solid three and a half hours today. Um, but I do know <laughs> what you were doing. But go on, tell me. Um, uh, I I built a 3D printer today. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done so. I've used 3D printers before. Um, Yeah. But uh, this is my first opportunity to really just go like hands on. I love unboxing and setting things up for the first time, especially things that you have to build yourself. Like, I really enjoy doing those things. Um, That's why I I make you do it. (laughs) I was a longtime uh, computer technician for many, many years. Um, So getting in, going hands on, this kind of stuff, I really enjoy doing those things. So getting to go hands on with a 3D printer, something that I've, I've used, but I've never. I've never constructed from, you know, the, the pieces that they come in. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was, you know, I, I did make a mistake. I realized uh, partway through that I, I had one full component installed completely backwards. So I had to <laughs> undo that and, and, oh, flip it no. and put it on. I mean, the instructions leave a bit to be desired, but at the same time, I'm sure if I was really, really paying attention, I would have gotten it right. Um, but yeah, it, it was a fun build process. Probably took me, uh, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour to construct the thing. And then uh, I ran my first test print on it after a lot of fine tuning. That, that's the one thing that I've learned about these things that there's uh, some ways for it to go. Now, to be fair, this is a very low cost 3D printer. This is under 300 bucks and you can buy 3D printers that are considered to be on the low end for a grand. So, I mean, results in mileage will vary. This was under 300 bucks. But once I got everything dialed in, it actually was like producing a pretty good product. Unfortunately, towards the end of the print, um, the base of the the, uh, the the little owl figure that I was printing uh, detached from the platform, and then you know the print was just over at that point. Uh, uh, there was no tough. there was no saving it at that point. But up until that point, and like the the result that I got leading up to that was actually really impressive, uh, especially in comparison to some of the printers that I've used in the past, which would have been much more expensive. But I'm sure just it goes to show how far the technology has come that they've been able to reduce the price while improving the the overall print quality. It's pretty cool. Um, I did record it, um, so I'll, I'll probably be editing it tomorrow and I'll be sharing that video on our YouTube channel. Um, yeah, fun stuff. One fun, one final fun thing to do this year. Um, well, don't, don't, don't get your hopes up. I got something film anything fun else. that you'll love to do. <laughs> hey, I'm just going to oh, open yeah? it right now just to make sure. My mom gave me my Christmas presents today. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And I'm, I'm going to open the one. And I, if it's what I think it is, it may not be sound fun, but you'll find it fun because my car is a mess. I something. Because it's going to be for my car, and it's my car Ooh. is a goddamn European mess, as we know. 
exactly what I thought it was. It's an air filter because nobody will touch my air filter in my car because I keep breaking them. Jeep. Yeah, and I'm not taking spending Jeep's Jeep charges like fifty to eighty dollars half hour. I'm like, I'm not paying that. Oh, gosh, to you to put an air filter in my car <laughs> when I'll get Matt to do it for a day. An air filter? Oh my gosh, for a day. We'll be done in no, ten minutes. A day. We'll be done in ten minutes. Well, you haven't seen the sale filter yet. That's you true. I mean, the fact that it. how many times have you had it replaced, like the the housing for it? Twi- twice since I've owned. Oh my it. gosh! But it's a five year old uh, car. Yeah. Well, uh, it's because the sensor. So the stupid sensor is right by like the screw or something. Okay. And apparently, if you move it just too much, it snaps. That's what I was told. Um, if you put too much pressure on it, which we'll find out. And then I, I guess have to pay hundred dollars to put a new housing on it, um, <laughs> or or we just get you a cold air intake and we get rid of this shitty housing that you've been using. Well, that seems like a lot of work and a lot more money I don't have. Probably is cheaper than five hundred dollars for an air filter box. Yeah, and then the next thing I have to buy is the cabin filter, which that one oh, that's for my really Jeep easy to replace. Yeah, but not where the Jeep is. You have to take apart the whole glove box. The That's same place my cruise is. It also only takes a few minutes. Oh, I still don't like it. It should be. I should be <laughs> able to pull it out, put it in. <laughs> Are we going to do no. a whole series on your car and the things we have to do to fix it? That's up to you. I guess it's not we. It's you. <laughs> um, I'll need a camera guy though. We have stands for that. <laughs> um, no, but uh, yeah. So that will be fun. That'll be fun to watch. Happen. All right. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't really got much more uh, going on for the holidays here. Yeah. I mean, here we go. We were final days before uh, everybody's uh, off for the holidays. Obviously, we're heading back into lockdown. Woo hoo. Yeah. Um, always fun. You know, it is what it is. We don't need to go down politics, but um, yeah, I hope everybody stays safe and they have a happy holidays. And um, that comes yeah. from both of us, not just him. Matt seems very singular at these times. Um, <laughs> Because it's a shared program here, Dave. We hope. We hope. Yes. I just called Dave you Dave, Dave, so I hope you accept that. I hope Dave hears this and that I compared you that if I'm insulting somebody, I'm calling them Dave. So yeah, I hope you I, I had live somebody with call that. me Dan for a while, but I thought he kept saying man. So I just mm. didn't ever correct the person. And then one day we were sitting in a room and it was really obvious that he said Dan, but other people were in the room and they spoke up for me. So I didn't have to be the awkward one. That's saying funny. It. Then I'm going to call you really Dan awkward. from now on. <laughs> You're a classic Dan. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, it's been good. It's been yeah. a good uh been a good year we got one more episode next week that we're going to record and pump out and uh absolutely so that'll be our new year's episode other than that like i said every time like last time make sure if you want us to talk about something like dave sent us that little thing earlier send us a list and uh we'll let we'll get it on there we'll talk about well maybe i don't know i like to sleep so (laughs) i don't know if i have time for that but yes happy holidays may happy christmas all those fun things stay safe for the new year's we'll talk to you before new year's is over I think, right? Yeah, we'll be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll there'll be one more. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Take care. Okay, bye. 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 I hope you find bye. your dad. Bye, buddy. Bye, buddy.